Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tony Time podcast where I am chatting to May on Instagram as future Mrs. Melodew. Yet again we have managed to cram so much into this episode including planning a wedding during the pandemic but also whilst having a long distance relationship. May and Jack also had some very exciting news the day before we all went into lockdown in the UK and they found out they were expecting a little bambino who's going to be 18 months at the wedding. The bit I found most exciting was realising that May actually found her wedding dress before the wedding venue. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, you okay? I'm good. I'm excited to have you on. Kirsty, she's changed her Instagram name and I can't remember what it's to. I think it's No Bridezilla here now. I yeah. can't remember. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Her Instagram account got hacked, which is a bit mad, isn't it? I oh, know, it's awful. They deleted everything. So That's it's so horrible. bad. So, yeah. like, a whole story of a wedding has just disappeared. Yeah. I really feel for her. Anyway, Kirsty's recommended you to come on the podcast. So, she is really good friends with your fiancé, Jack. But before we get into, like, how you guys all know each other, I want to get into how you and Jack met because I've seen <laughs> on your Instagram that that is quite an interesting story. Oh, no. So, basically, there's a motorsport called Tractor Pulling tractor pulling yeah so it's basically modified farm tractors and other tractors and you compete against each other and we do it all over europe really yeah it's really big it started over in the u.s but the biggest one in the uk is actually up in great Eccleston where jack lives so oh, he's right, been okay. going for years and watching it with his friends and family and i've been going to the same one for years but we never ever met and three years ago we were racing over in europe and he went with a team and i was with our team um, and we actually met there and yeah we, we had some drinks like there was a big group of us had some drinks we all hit it off and then later on that year me and him got speaking a little bit more yeah got together I need to understand what tractor pulling is what kind of things are you <laughs> pulling because when I first read it I was like you guys are pulling tractors like yeah. <laughs> it's basically so we, you have a tractor um, and yeah. so we travel around Europe and put it into a lorry and we've converted the lorry into a living accommodation in the front wow I know it's brilliant when you go to the track there's a hundred meter track and and a sledge gets put on the back of your tractor with weight in it right. and you basically have to try and get to the end of the track 100 meter mark without the sledge stopping you but the weight right. comes forward um, and tries to stop you right okay so jack's team and our team actually compete against each other yeah <laughs> it definitely gets competitive when we're at an event we don't talk like he's with his team i'm with my really? team yeah <laughs> So are you travelling separately to these events as well? Yeah, we travel separately, <laughs> meet each other there. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. And then after it all, it's like everyone's like best friends again and have yeah. drinks and parties and everything. Oh, nice. You and Jack have met and obviously you, you're seeing each other and stuff. I think the proposal story must have been a massive surprise to you as well. So let's hear yeah. about how Jack proposed. We met at the end of 2017. We got together at the end of 2017. And then in August 2018... We actually went to one of the tractors over in Hungary and it's a bit different over there. They do a parade. So your tractor goes onto a lorry and you're on there four or five hours 
is um, having drinks in the sun and you throw things out to the crowd and it's lovely and he actually asked my parents permission while he was on there without me knowing right, okay. right. and then in the November I had my graduation in uh, London Westminster um, we went down there with my parents and after my graduation we went for a meal had some drinks um, yeah. and me and Jack went for a walk around St James's Park and my parents yeah. went off and did something different and he kept trying to get me to stop and to walk to different places but obviously we'd had a few drinks and we were celebrating so I was yeah. all a bit giggly and he was trying to get me to stop on this little walkway bridge over the lake in St James's Park and I wouldn't but in the end <laughs> I, I must have been a nightmare but in the end he managed to find a little quiet spot and he got down on one knee there you must have been so shocked I know I was crying and everything and then I got a bit distracted because there was some geese coming straight over to him while he was down on one knee <laughs> So you ran off. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I didn't know what to do. I was just crying. I still hadn't said yes. So he just kept asking me. But yeah, I said yes in the end. And yeah, it was lovely. It was so nice. It was nice. It was just the two of us. There was no one there as well. And yeah, it was lovely. Oh, so sweet. (laughs) So I should also mention that you guys live in different parts of the UK as well. So you're having like a long distance relationship, which must be so tough. Yeah, it is hard. I don't even know how you've begun to start wedding planning when you're having to I presume have these discussions about should we have this should we have that while you're at other ends of the country so you're down south and then whereabouts down south are you uh, so I'm in Coventry in the middle Coventry yeah and Jack, and Jack is he's in Ellswick up near uh, Great Eccleston Blackpool that's just crazy isn't it on a 150 miles oh and then how <laughs> do you just see each other at weekends then yeah so in the week obviously he's working up there and I'm working here yeah and then every other weekend he either comes down here or I go up there so yeah. we get to see each other every week normally it's just obviously yeah. been a bit different during the pandemic but I know that yeah. must have been so tough for you guys yeah it's been hard because I'm presuming you guys will have had to self-isolate separately yeah how long was it that you didn't see each other for at the beginning we went uh, eight weeks without seeing each other and then oh. we saw each other for a weekend and then it was another six weeks without seeing each other oh really I didn't realize yeah. you had like two long gaps oh, yeah we bless had you two ones. yeah and hard. you also had some incredibly exciting news the day before lockdown wasn't it we did yes we found out that I was pregnant um, the day before lockdown that's crazy I weren't quite sure how Jack was going to react so I didn't actually tell him until an hour before lockdown um <laughs> I was all a little bit scared. I didn't know how he was going to react. My best friend was like, you need to tell Jack. Yeah. I rang Jack and it was the hour before lockdown and he was over the moon. He was so happy. Yeah. But then obviously we went on lockdown. So he was on lockdown for eight weeks up there and I was on lockdown for eight weeks down here. Oh, bless. That's like yeah. a long time. I can't believe you waited till like an hour before. Is that so that he didn't have time to like come down and get back? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't mean to. I was waiting for him to like get home and not have any plans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah just the, that he was just at home without anyone there and yeah it just worked yeah. out that it was an hour before lockdown <laughs> oh bless him that's exciting though for you guys so not only are you trying to plan a wedding in the times that we're in now like with the coronavirus pandemic you're also living separately in lockdown out of lockdown in lockdown and you're buying a house together as well <laughs> it's yeah. like do you want to do anything else before you get married <laughs> like... i know i'm doing everything in the wrong order but yeah it'll work <laughs> out how it's supposed to work out oh definitely and then I think the thing is there is no right order we're not living in the Victorian times are we you can do whatever you guys want speaking of doing things in maybe the not so traditional order 
<laughs> when it came to wedding planning from speaking to all the brides on the podcast so far the normal thing they say the normal thing that's not really the right word but the thing that people tend to book first or tend to look at first is wedding venues but I believe you took a bit of a different strategy to that one as well <laughs> yeah I did my normal process of doing everything in the wrong order <laughs> yeah so my mum found a really good singer called Rain Farrow um, and he's based up in Lancashire so my mum would always yeah so my mum we'd already inquired about him and we were like yeah we want you obviously we didn't have a venue or a wedding date or anything so we couldn't book him so as soon as we had the venue book we then had to go back to him and say that we wanted him and I also bought my wedding dress before we booked the venue as well that is absolutely mad <laughs> I love I how the, like entertainment is like first on the list which I think is brilliant kind of shows the kind of wedding that you guys are going to be having <laughs> <laughs> and then I know you said it was a surprise when you found your wedding dress but finding your wedding dress before your wedding venue again that's so I exciting <laughs> so let's talk I about I completely blame I blame Kirsty for buying us tickets <laughs> to the wedding show so Kirsty has bought you tickets to the wedding show so you've gone to the national wedding show with your mum was it? yeah was Kirsty there as well? no she was supposed to come um, with us but she um, had a weekend break booked at the same time on the same date so she wasn't able to ah uh, right so she gave us the other ticket and my best friend down in Coventry came with us instead yeah so how was the wedding show? is this like the first big event you've gone to as you've started wedding planning? Planning. Yes, we got engaged in November and this was in the March, um, right. so March last year. So we hadn't booked anything really apart from, from Wayne. contacting Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, we went to, we decided to get the train. Jack was down for the weekend as well. So he had the day with my stepdad and us girls went off on the train to Birmingham. Kirsty had bought a VIP ticket, so you obviously get a glass of Prosecco when you get there. Nice. And we stayed in the VIP thing for a couple of hours and had a couple more bottles and then decided to walk round. Best time to go wedding shopping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we were looking at a lot of the dresses and I was like, it's way too early. I'm not going to try anything on. There's no point. But obviously, after a couple of bottles of Prosecco altogether, we, yeah, decided to start trying on dresses. My mum and Chantelle were picking out some dresses. They were awful. Like, there was nothing I'd ever wear. But they were like, you've yeah. just got to try it on. And then the lady asked me what kind of style wedding did I want so I said something rustic like hessian milk churns and she was like I'll stay there I'll bring you a dress out um, and she bought me this beautiful dress it was exactly what I thought I'd have in a dress yeah. and it was lovely so uh, yeah I ended up trying it on I'm buying it that's um, mad <laughs> I know but it was £150 for a dress and a veil and I thought I'm not going to get a dress for that price again I might as well no. just do it yeah. and get it I think I did see on your Instagram that you do still love it now yeah but you've also said since that you've miraculously managed to find another wedding dress <laughs> at an equally amazing price so let's yeah i know we're like skipping ahead maybe a bit of time but let's discuss why that happened <laughs> so later on that year in the august i found a boutique in manchester on facebook that was having a massive sale and they're basically trying to get rid of all last year's like sample dresses yeah and there was a dress on there it was 1700 pound down to 100 pounds and i spoke that's to my stepdad and i was like look at this and he was like that's a wow dress you need to get it wow so i know so he was like I'll get it for you so he ended up buying me my second dress and it was only £100 which I thought two dresses for 250 quid was that's a bargain really yeah so I've got two dresses one's exactly what I thought I'd have and one's completely opposite to what I'd ever think I'd wear but I love them both (laughs) yeah and even now you said you like you don't even know which one you want to wear no I haven't have not got a clue I've got them both hanging up in the (laughs) spare room because I don't know what to do with them (laughs) do you not just keep trying them on (laughs) 
keep doing. So, At the rate yeah. you're going, you could even have another dress next year. I know. <laughs> Might open up my own shop. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure near the time I'll be able to decide. I think, yeah. obviously, once the pregnancy's over, I reckon my body's going to change completely. So I've, at least I've got options. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about your little pregnancy because your baby will be 18 months at your wedding, did you say? Yeah, 18 months. That's yeah. so cute, isn't it? That's like such a perfect age and you can have like, a little flower boy or a little flower girl. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited to find out like what the sex is because we haven't found out. So Do you yeah, want to find wait. out or are you waiting no. till the birth? Yeah. Now we're going to wait. We were going to find out, and then um, Jack's brother told us how amazing it was, like not knowing. So we decided with everything that's going on at the minute, it gives us something to look forward to at the end of the year. Yeah. So are you thinking, I need to get as much wedding planning done before baby arrives? Or are you thinking, actually, this mat leave is going to be like an amazing like year off to get some wedding planning done? both really so we've we had some big supplies that we still needed to book so we needed to book the registrar some catering the dj and the band so that was the four things that we needed to get booked so we're trying yeah. to get them booked before baby comes yeah so we've managed to book the registrar um and we have managed to find a caterer now we couldn't decide what to have but we've managed to find one now left on jack find the band and the dj which he seems to be taking his time on <laughs> probably doing a lot of uh, investigating and listening <laughs> on just saying on xbox <laughs> um so let's let's backtrack back to the days that you've got you you've got your two wedding dresses so let's say the first wedding dress and then you guys got venue shopping yeah, yeah. so i'm presuming you've already discussed a theme and obviously with both your interests and hobbies in the tractor pulling yeah and agriculture you have chosen a, like a rustic diy themed wedding yeah did it take you long to find a venue to suit you guys or did you just have it from like the word go that actually no we want this kind of venue we want to get married in this area um no it was really difficult because obviously because jack's up north um he's got family in the lake district and i've got family in norfolk and cornwall and devon so we're scattered around the uk yeah we we need somewhere in the middle so we started looking at cheshire we found a few venues in cheshire and started inquiring about prices and they were so expensive like way over what we thought they'd ever be Um, yeah. Then we said, let's try and write a list of all that, like what we definitely want. And because of the tractor pulling, Jack said he wants space where people can bring their motorhomes and everything and to stay the yeah. night in some sort of camping or a bit more yeah. rusticy and nothing yeah. like a hotel. So then we started looking at Shropshire because we said that's kind of in the middle of the three places yeah. that we need. And I don't even remember how I found it, but we ended up finding Stanford Farm online and it was the only venue we viewed. I went to view it with my mum, um, yeah. absolutely fell in love with it. It was perfect. It's four, uh, three barns. You can have teepees out there. It's got a camping field. It's got space to put motorhomes. It's three day hire with a farmhouse on site to stay in. Oh, amazing! Yeah, it's so beautiful. you guys can have like a whole wedding weekend then as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got it. Um, so we're staying there the Friday till the Monday morning. Oh, um, amazing! For three days. But I viewed it once, told Jack that's the one. And he was like, you're not booking it. Like, we're rushing into it. Let's go and look yeah. at the venues first. So I carried on looking online. Couldn't find anything else to meet everything that we both wanted. Yeah. So Jack came down and we went and visited together. And as soon as I got out of the car, he was like, this is the one. <laughs> I told you. Told you what a wasted trip. <laughs> it does look amazing. Like, the pictures that you've posted from, like, the ceremony room and, like, the barn and the outdoor space. It does yeah. sound 
perfect for you guys. Yeah, it's beautiful. So obviously you've got this blank canvas, which is perfect for your rustic DIY wedding. So you have been making so many things, haven't you, for your wedding? Yeah, yeah. I think you were making things before you got the venue, weren't you? Yeah, we started finding (laughs) things and buying things and ordering things online. And yes, we decided because it is a blank canvas, we obviously need to fill it, but we didn't want to hire in a company to come and do it for us. We wanted to try and do as much as we can to save cost. So we decided that we were going to do all the flowers ourselves. So everything from the top table runner to the centre features, bride's bouquet, everything we're going to do ourselves. I think with being there on the Friday, I'm presuming you guys are getting married on the Saturday. Yeah. Which gives you time, obviously, to to dress the venue yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the plan. So we're going to dress it all on the Friday. Bought a um, post box. I got it from Hobbycraft. They're they're just a 12-pound cardboard one. But I wanted it to look a bit rustic with like a wooden Mm. feel to it. So I ended up buying some vinyl and um, covering it and it looks like it's a wooden post box. It looks incredible. I, can't, I did see the wooden post box and a few posts later on your Instagram, I was like, nah, it looks <laughs> so good. I'm so impressed. I feel like you're like a, a little to do it as well. bet. I feel like you're like a little bargain hunter because all the things (laughs) I've seen you like collecting over the course of your engagement, it feels like you're absolutely nailing this wedding planning. I know. I think our biggest save was um, the milk churns. So we were trying to find milk churns for um, outside and the tables, like the centrepieces. And we were getting quoted about £60 a milk churn. Um, I know. So we spoke to the venue and they said they've got some big ones for outside. So we just needed to find some small ones. And I ended up finding them on, I think it's Sell Your Wedding website. And there was a lady on there and she had 12 for sale for, I think it was £40 or something. We ended up buying them. And then there was another lady on eBay selling some bigger ones and some matching like aluminium pots. We ended up buying all them for 20 quid as well. So we've got all of them for about 60 quid. That's amazing. Yeah. And how much were they charging for one? £60 for one. And you've got all those? Yeah, for £60. £60. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. And you also said that with your sort of family being in agriculture, you're managing to get loads of uh, tree trunk slabs. I don't even know if that's what you call them. It seems in my head it's like the right word. Like a, a, I want to say like a log slab, but a wooden yeah, slab. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, my um, stepdad also works in agriculture with us as well, so he has to go and visit a lot of farmers. He, they've basically said that if there's any wood we need, then they can get it. I've given him a list of like I need pallets and I need some log slices for centipedes and yeah. My uncle is also a carpenter, so he said he's going to make our guest book for us. Um, so that's oh, going to wow. be a big piece of wood. Also, um, maybe a cake stand. I'm giving yeah. out jobs and just trying to get freebies here and there. Just to save so much money. Plus, it's totally personal to you guys as well. If you're, yeah. if you're making all these items, and obviously you're doing it in, well in advance, that you've got time to experiment with them as well. Were you making your own, was it your favours that you were making out of the clay? So I couldn't decide. I bought so much clay while I was like <laughs> buying everything in the sale. So I bought so much clay. So we were going to make favours. Then we decided instead of favours, we were going to do a donation to charity instead um, right, okay. in memory of Jack's dad. So we decided, well, I decided I was going to use the clay to start making gift tags. So we're going to use them to make some gift tags. And I don't know what else to make. I've got three or four bags of clay that I need to use up somehow. Yeah. But I bought a lesser stencil from AliExpress. I think it's about £1.30 or something. And it's so good. We've got some leaf cut out um, things to cut out the clay. Because obviously we got engaged in November. So we wanted to try and incorporate that into the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So we're making 
little bits to put over at places, but I don't quite know where they'll be used. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you get ta- this all this time to be crafty as well, because you must be like you must be pretty pretty creative on the on not even on the sly, because you're definitely creative. Yeah, no, I love it. I find it really relaxing. Um, I just yeah. really enjoy doing bits. Yeah, I'm just trying to make and design and do as much as we can for the wedding. I think it gives that more of a personal touch as well instead of just hiring a company in oh, and to do yeah. it. Especially because we've got the venue the day before as well. It gives us plenty of time to set everything up so it allows us to do what we want. Where do you feel like you've got all your inspiration from for the all, all the ideas that you have? I'd say at the beginning it was very much Pinterest. Yeah. I had, I think I've had my wedding board for absolute years. Like I had my wedding <laughs> planned at the beginning. And then when we got engaged, Kirsty said about getting a wedding Instagram account. Yeah. She was telling me how good it is and everything. So I set one up and I get so much inspiration of other brides. And I also, there was another bride that got married not far from our venue. Um, a couple of years ago because she lived nearby and I don't live near our venue I've been struggling to find suppliers because you can look online but I don't know if I trust the reviews or not yeah it's just nicer going off of recommendations there was actually another bride who got married and she recommended a photographer and videographer so that's who we booked we went and booked them instead oh wow are you absolutely loving your Instagram account now yeah I love it like I I spend more time on that than my own personal one yeah I bet I was gonna say even um to find out I was pregnant there's a few brides that have also become pregnant yeah it's been nice to talk to other brides that are also planning their wedding but also going through a pandemic while pregnant as well so we've been able to talk and share ideas of different um pregnancy things and where you find um baby bargains yeah Yeah, it's been lovely it's nice to have other people talk to talk I feel like on Instagram especially if you're having these like really personal relationships with people that you're probably going to end up having like friends for life especially if they're having children at the same time that your little bambino's coming along as well it'll be so nice to like watch your lives like grow together at the same time I know there's another bride who didn't live too far from me and we've already said like once the babies are here we're gonna have to meet up and yeah like have some chat face to face yeah definitely because your baby i'm presuming both your babies will arrive before the weddings as well so you can still chat wedding planning exactly yeah (laughs) that's crazy how involved has jack been in your wedding planning because i know that you said that he you kind of said yep i want this venue and he was like no no you need to have a look at other venues and then he saw it and he was like yeah okay how have you managed to plan a wedding with that have you just had to like discuss things online in the relationship i'm very much the organized person jack's a lot more laid back than me and just goes with it So we found that I find people or suppliers or different things, ideas, and then I send it to him and say, look, do you like any of these? And if you do, which one? And then I seem to just go off whatever he picks. But he's had his first say in things. Like with the trap filling, we wanted to incorporate that into the um, wedding. We're going to use some like tools and engine parts in the wedding as well. Oh, how? Bring that side. uh, uh, Well, we're going to use the cake stand. It's going to be yeah. a mixture of wood and um, engine parts. The table names are going to be made up of engine parts, but then the actual table name itself will go on the top of it. Right, cool. We're just trying to incorporate them throughout. We've found on Pinterest as well loads of other ideas where you can use tools to make picture frames. Yeah. So yeah, that's his doing. He's going to be making all those side of things in the workshop and... Right. Is this going to be happening like a month before the wedding or is he going to have to be a little bit more organised than that? He's going to be more organised than that, I'll make sure. <laughs> They're going to have to redone. I'm presuming Jack's not been suit shopping yet. 
No, he hasn't. So he's already decided who he wants his groomsmen to be. Yeah. So we've had started having a look at suits online just to see ideas of ones. And we both picked the same suits anyway. So they're really, really nice. But he hasn't actually been physically suit, suit shopping yet. But he's showed me ideas of what he'd like. And they're really, really nice. So I trust what, what he's going to pick. What's he thinking? Some sort of uh, tweed uh, navy. Nice. With waistcoat, yeah, brown shoes. And then all our flowers are like foliage and ivory. So we'll have, I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> Holes. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Sorry, I also saw that you guys are planning to incorporate the like the tractor theme elsewhere. I don't know if you've actually booked this or not, but I think you I think you have. You found a vintage tractor hire transport company. <laughs> yes, basically the night before the wedding, Jack's gonna be staying down the road um at another another location and I'll be on site. Um yeah. so we need some sort of transport to get Jack from one place to the other, um, yeah. as well as his groomsmen and a few others and I managed to find a vintage tractor company that has a little wooden trailer to go on the back it looks um, incredible it's so nice so I contacted them a while ago um, I haven't properly booked them yet but I absolutely love them and I think it's going to be brilliant so yeah yeah it fits in with the theme perfectly and they can put sides on the trailer as well if it's raining to make oh, sure no good. one gets hurt yeah definitely how many people can you have on the trailer how many groomsmen is he having I think he's thinking eight groomsmen um, that's yeah. including the best man so they can fit on there I think you can fit 12 on the trailer so that'll work out perfectly and then you can keep it on site for pictures and everything after as well which would be quite nice amazing yeah yeah that's so fitting with your theme (laughs) I know I had another idea as well of having um a tuk-tuk for the best man and the groom a tuk-tuk I've not heard of this haven't you it's like a little um a tuk-tuk a a (laughs) a (laughs) tuk-tuk you'll have to google it it's like a little mini car no I'm gonna have to google this (laughs) <laughs> I had an um, idea of having one of them um, and just the groom and the best man in it just as a joke because yeah. Jack's like six foot two and I think it'd be hilarious to fit in a minute um, <laughs> but when I showed the best man he didn't seem that impressed by it so he really? might just have to go in the tractor yeah you might have a little page by as well that wants to get in it I know I know or flower girl I can't wait to know what what we're gonna have so incorporate them into the day as well it'll be lovely do you think you'd prefer a girl and Jack would prefer a little boy I don't know I haven't everyone keeps asking me if I've got any feelings on what it is and I haven't got any at all Jack keeps calling it him Jack's mum calls it Rupert Rupert Yeah, I love it. I, I love it. I, I think they, I think bumps do need a name because otherwise people call it it. And you also mentioned you're incorporating like the engine parts of the tractors and things on your cake table. Yeah, I wanted to discuss your wedding cake as well because this is like my favourite thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> <laughs> every wedding we've gone to we've never eaten the wedding cake and we're not really yeah. cakey people um, yeah. but we love cheese so we were like why why are we spending money on a cake that most people aren't going to eat why don't we just get cheese yeah. um, so we've decided we're going to have a cake made of cheese so it's going to be four or five tier of just cheese and we'll serve it in the evenings as part of the um, evening food and we're going to bring yeah. uh, crackers and chutneys and it's basically going to be a huge cheese board I think that's a brilliant idea because like you say like how often do you have cake at a wedding and then like a cake of cheese like cheese wheels yeah and I think people people do tuck into like cheese wheels more because when you've had like a meal or a buffet and then evening food the last thing I think you want is like cake you just kind of want to just have a bit of cheese yeah <laughs> right. exactly anyway. but everyone snacks on later on so yeah, yeah I feel like fun. there's like no limit on how full you get on cheese and biscuits as well I don't know what it is it's like at Christmas you just can have you you're absolutely stuffed <laughs> and but you'll still find some room for cheese and biscuits yeah, definitely <laughs> 
So I'm hoping it all gets eaten because I don't really want to be going home with big bits of cheese, but I'm sure it will do. Well, apparently you can freeze it. Can you? you can freeze che- yeah, my friend had a cheese wheel cake and she ended up cutting it up into big chunks after and popping it in the freezer. I did oh, not know good. you could freeze cheese, but if you think about yeah. it, you have frozen pizzas and all sorts, don't you? That is true, yeah. Well, that's yeah, just froze blocks of cheese or eating her, her cheese <laughs> wedding cake for like ages after hopefully all i guess don't eat all the cheese then <laughs> i know then you can save it <laughs> she did a similar thing actually she's been on the podcast i think she was like episode two she had the similar thing like a, a wedding weekend all your guests can get to know each other more when you have a wedding weekend so i bet you're like really yeah. excited for that as well so like on the sunday yeah. after the wedding this cheese has been like cut up into big chunks and placed in tupperware like in the fridge and i remember like we're all going home on the like the Sunday or the Monday and just like giving us like blocks of cheese to take home. <laughs> I love it. So um we're gonna try and get there the Friday morning and start setting up. The farmhouse is on site that we're staying in and I think that's so we can get into the venue at nine AM on Friday morning. So yeah. we're gonna try and get everything set up um and then we don't need to stress about it and then Friday afternoon some of the guests are going to be staying in teepees on site and other guests are gonna be staying in other accommodation off site. So right. we said whoever's wants to come down can come down um and we'll do something like a barbecue on a friday night yeah. at the venue um and then obviously we've got the wedding on saturday and then on sunday we have to pack everything away and um, but we said we'll do something again we'll either get fish and chips delivered oh yeah or do another barbecue and they've had a hot tub installed at the farmhouse now as well so oh amazing um, yeah so we're going to stay over the, we've asked to stay over the sunday night as well and then we'll check out the monday morning yeah it'll just be a nice final like relaxed night with everybody and then i feel like you have so much to look forward to like over because you're getting married we've not even said this yet you're getting married in may 2022 so you've got like another 20 months of like things to look forward to so not only have you got like kiwi to look forward to you also have potentially a house move to look forward to and your wedding to look forward to like I don't know if I dare Mm. ask you which one you're most looking (laughs) forward to (laughs) it's so scary I'm so excited but it's so scary as well just thinking about all the plans but I I think I'm just I'm so glad that I started planning a year ago because yeah I got told so many times oh your wedding's miles away like you've got years yet but thinking about it now none of us knew that a pandemic was going to happen and loads of brides their weddings were getting postponed and I'm just so glad I've been able to book the venue that I wanted and get the weekend I wanted and get as much stress already done have like only small bits now left to do really and we've obviously got to pay stuff off still but we haven't got a book yeah. much more yeah so I'm just glad and especially with baby coming along as well like I'm glad I've got a lot out of the way before before baby arrives <laughs> yeah <laughs> looking forward now to your wedding day in May 2022 what do you think you're most looking forward to about the wedding weekend I think just getting married just staying the vows yeah just, yeah I can't wait to be a wife um, I keep saying yeah. to Jack, I cannot wait, especially with like all our friends and family there as well. I think just having that whole weekend to spend time with everybody, um, get everybody yeah. together in one place. Yeah. Because a lot of our families haven't met either, so that's probably going to be the first time that we've all had everybody together in one oh, place. Oh, that would be so nice as well to spend the whole weekend together. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be lovely just to have everyone there celebrating and relaxed yeah. and for a full weekend what do you think jack's most looking forward to i'm guessing it might be up there in like the top three might be the music if he's if he's the one sorting out the entertainment yeah (laughs) he's adamant he wants the band um because we've booked wayne farrow um from the ceremony all the way up to the first dance so he's going to be we should explain what wayne farrow does 
for everyone. So Wayne is like a like a wedding entertainer, but he actually like sings throughout the reception and the meal, and he gets like all your guests yeah. involved in it as well. So he's like very like in there with the like getting the mood going. Yeah, and then you're gonna have a band for our wedding. Yeah, so yeah, he's. We've booked him all day, so he's going to do our ceremony music for us, um, singing through canapes, and then we're going to, for the reception, we said um, he advised to have speeches done first, because obviously then he gets everybody up dancing, so they're not yeah. going to want to listen to speeches, and then he will finish just after the first dance, then that's, I think that's going to be about eight, half eight, something like that, um, yeah. and we are allowed a band on until 11, and a DJ on until 1am, oh, nice. um, so I said, well, let's just have a DJ, but Jack wants a band, so I've left it up to him to go and find a band. Yeah. I've tried, but <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like um, a band, so I've left it with him. Yeah, oh, he definitely exciting. wants a band. Yeah. Well, I hope all of your plans over the next 20 months go to plan. And I can't wait to follow your account because I think you've got so much exciting stuff going on, even before the wedding, that the next two years of watching your account is going to be absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for sharing your stories with me today. It's been absolutely brilliant chatting to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to you guys for listening as well. And please do not forget to rate, review and subscribe to help this podcast grow.